Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grimly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us. This is normally when I say thank you so much for joining us uh, for your your Friday night into Saturday morning, but we, we're on an hour earlier again. That's two weeks in a row with no Rampage. Feels kind of weird. Don't necessarily hate it from like a, a timing perspective. I, I don't mind starting these shows an hour earlier, but we're thankful to have you. We are coming down the home stretch of the roads to WrestleMania, and we're going to talk all about tonight's SmackDown. If you want to get a statement or question read on air, send us a super chat or send us a humper chat, humperchats.com. That's how you can guarantee that we'll acknowledge your comment or question. You can also go to twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming and send us your biddies. Much appreciated. Also a reminder to subscribe to Fightful Select. You'll get all sorts of juicy details on CM Punk's status with just about everything and everyone. A very, very loaded report went up there from Sean earlier today about as much clarity around things as he could possibly give. Now CM Punk's out there posting Instagram stories about him and HBK making love. So I don't know what's going on. I don't know if CM Punk knows what's going on at this point. But great extensive update on Fightful Select. And uh, we also had Sean doing a whole, so what do you guys want to talk about stream about it? Lots of good stuff happening there. And even more so, going into WrestleMania weekend, you're going to get even more coverage than you would on the main channel. You're going to have Alex Pulowski and I Behind the paywall for WrestleMania nights one and two, doing alternative post shows. We will be on the main channel for Stand and Deliver as NXT is our delightful, weird, adorable little variety hour cult thing that we have going on. But 
Uh, really loaded weekend coming up. We're going to have Super Card of Honor on top of everything else. We've got Impact, I think, a, a post show that's going on right now. So plenty of content coming your way. But right now we're talking SmackDown. And I've got dual Alexes, including Cardoza, the birthday boy. Happy birthday, Alex. Yesterday, technically, but we're celebrating tonight. Alex, how are you? Are you wiser and wiser? I am doing birthtastic. Uh, having a great time. I'm feeling wiser and older. I love Dominic. I love Ronda Rousey. I am here for it. We have our suspicions, but appreciate that nonetheless. And I'm here with, as we call him, professional curmudgeon, <clears throat> Alex Pulowski. Alex? Mm. My second Alex. The three-person mm. booth returns for one night only, mm. CO, saying mm. thank you so much. Mm -hmm. uh, how are you doing today, Alex? Yeah, the curse of the three-man booth is, is in effect <laughs> uh, for this particular evening. Um, I'm all right. I, I barely watch SmackDown. Why would I? Um, because yeah, I, mean, I knew we're doing I was a come on here. I know, yeah. but like most, no, most, mostly, I'm just here <laughs> to to wish happy birthday to the other to to imposter. I love you know what guy. I mean. Like that's just that's that's the, that's the way that's the way it works because because we're best friends. We so are. you know, um, it's crazy. So yeah, Look, no. In we're, this we're, world, we're... if you're best friends, that means you become tag champions and then you become mortal enemies. So I don't wish yes. best friendship on any of you. Mm -hmm. Some people in the chat saying birthday puns. Hey, if you want to send in money to yep. send in birthday puns, we'll yep. take it. That's a very yes, silly thing we do on Tuesdays that I have no problem bringing to Friday nights if you're going to pay us money for it. But no. <laughs> lots going on. Uh, tonight's episode of SmackDown, I felt like was better than some of the ones that we've been seeing. But the, the pacing felt a little bit weird. Yeah, I did appreciate that we started with Cody Rhodes and Ludwig Kaiser. Um I was glad they gave that time. If you wanted to know what the card was tonight, you could check out FightfulSelect.com. But it was very refreshing to see just a good wrestling match that they gave a lot of time to. We have Cody going over to the surprise of absolutely no one. But a good match nonetheless. Predictable is a little bit easier to, to handle when it's good stuff. But he has the Cody cutter into the crossroads here. He's all fired up at the end. He's opening the show uh, a, a really good match. It kind of feels like heading into WrestleMania, these aren't going to get into like next gear in a way, but this was a really, really solid match. These two know what they're doing. Um, here's what we'll do. I'm just going to say, Alex, what did you think? And see who jumps in. Um, uh, join me, won't you, in actively rooting against Cody Rhodes until he turns heel. Because... <laughs> Because this whole thing of him just, I mean, I don't know. You know what it was for me, the specific time where I was like, yeah, you know what? Um, I'm, I'm rooting against him actively until he turns heel. Was the moment where, like, he was being shot, like, over the shoulder looking at Heyman and Solo. And all I could see in the camera was the neck tattoo. And I was just like, nah, I'm just, it's it, the whole thing. Um, he's, he's actually, he's very good. Cody Rhodes is great. Um, I, I just, uh, he, and I, I don't want to say he insists upon himself, though. I believe that is also true. He is being insisted upon so hard by this company. And, you know, like I'm pretty much anti anything WWE wants to do because they always want to do the wrong thing. So, um, if they want this so bad, it must be wrong. 
Um, uh, but the match wasn't wrong because Marcel Bartel, I can't, I can't say that silly name. Marcel Bartel is such a fantastic wrestler um, that, yeah, he, he, I mean, he and Cody had a, had a great match uh, and Marcel selling the Cody cutter was what made the crossroads work. Um, it's, it's a, it's a fine match. Um, and uh, I secretly hope that uh, Solo Sokoa uh, accidentally murders him on, 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 on Monday. Cause I, you I, can't I wish I, death upon people no, six minutes into I the mean, show. like not actual death. Just, you know, beats him up really, really good to, you know, because here's what they might want to do. They might want to do, oh, Cody Rhodes, how will he ever make it to WrestleMania? Look at the beating that Solo Sokoa gave him. I, w- I want that scenario instead of like end Solo Sokoa's um, uh, win streak six days before WrestleMania just to prove what a man he is. I'd rather him like have to like do the, oh, all of me hurts so much, Roman. Why? Please don't hurt me too bad. I want to do that one instead. Just like I, because I think Cody's really good at playing in pain. Yeah, I would like to see so. that version of the match rather than Cody is a hero. But because that's just me. I think as much as WWE loves clean finishes, I, I think it's very possible we see some sort of double countout or DQ or or something like that with Solo and Cody. Um, I've kind of, I've liked better the direction they've gone in since they commentary mentioned it tonight, but Cody saying, I don't want to hear my dad's name anymore was a really refreshing thing last week for me. Um, so there's, there's been things I've liked, uh, uh, Cardoza, what did you think of, of today's match? And then we'll get into the promo after. Yeah. I mean, it felt very safe uh the the very soft i want to say and i put this up on the twitter machine um you can tell a lot of there was there wasn't a lot of tough physicality obviously for some reason you just don't the reasons that you don't probably want him to get injured before such an insane match so to me the technicality of the match was great um but other than that it just felt very safe and soft like the chop block he gave him like he swung all the way back and then went "Mm." (laughs) <laughs> and knock them and knock them down. I was like, "What was that?" Like the kickouts sometimes. felt very safe. The the it just felt like a beautiful song and dance in the ring. Other than that, I mean, I'm gonna see where this where this goes. And like Alex said, do they play the card of the victim? Does he go into uh, WrestleMania as the I just got beaten down by Solo and crew? And now I have to dig myself out of this. Or does he go in as the all-American tattoo hero? And, you know, and God only knows what's going to happen at the mania. Because I'm a little lost on that one. Yeah, the the the, the thing of it is, is that um, there's there's the there's a very good chance that they I mean, I think it's the bet the, the uh, on the pie chart. The largest piece of the pie is interference schmaz count yeah. out something between solo and, and cody um and the the uh the tiniest little thing is like cody is made to look weak um coming mm. out of this not like weak and like oh he's weak but like how will he overcome the odds i actually think a bigger chance than what i want is cody just straight up 
beaten Solo Sokoa, who can't be beaten by any man except for Cody Rhodes. And what chance does Roman Reigns God, have against Jesus. this juggernaut? There are, there are, so, so that is a bigger chance than what I want. But I do think that what I want would be better for the actual overall story, which is that Cody Rhodes refuses. In reality, we saw versus uh, versus Seth Rollins, but also here it could be in kayfabe, refuses to give up. Like you could do some injury angle with Cody going into WrestleMania and he would never, in kayfabe and in reality, he would never bow out of the match versus Roman Reigns. It's too important. But Solo could quote-unquote injure him and then you could do the whole thing of Cody coming down to the ring you know, like doing the thing, like kayfabe taking the jacket off because he's got a ruined shoulder or he's got a bad knee now. He's wearing a brace, all this stuff, because they love to to put extra stuff. They love to put hats on hats on hats on hats. They love doing that. So if you're going to if you're going to do this thing that I don't want, which is Cody Rhodes taking down the unbeatable champion because barf, um, if you're going to do that, like. Why, why not go as far as you possibly can with it in, into some realm of almost absurdity? Like, I got a quick question then to that. Sorry, Kate. I know you want to move on to the next thing, but is he a more successful version of what they were trying to do with Roman uh, when a couple years back when they were really trying to push him hard on everyone by winning the Rumble, having the Rock raise his hand, and he was the next, you know, the biggest babyface deal in the company. Do you think he's a more successful? Like they're using the same game plan for him, and but it's working. I'm gonna say yes because that's the only baby face that they know how to build. Like it's not, mm -hmm. it's not just that they did it with Roman. So it's funny you said more successful version of what they were trying to do with Roman because I view this as a not yet as successful version of what John Cena was. Like I, I think mm -hmm. they get trapped into this archetype. Now, the thing that I think is in Cody's favor here is it's not my favorite version of Cody, but I think a lot of people feel like it's Cody's wheelhouse. Like this type of face, I think a lot of people feel like is Cody's sweet spot. So those two things lighting up, I think is probably a more successful thing. That's not my favorite version of Cody. I kind of like, a. I wasn't super in on like in AEW when they were calling him like Homelander Cody but I was very in on him. That's just what he is, man. That's just who he <laughs> that kinda, is. That's kind of what he is, but it's, I, you could say the same thing almost like about John Cena minus the ill intention, but the reactions he was getting felt very much in that vein. Um, I loved like when Malachi Black first showed up and Cody was like this pure baby face, but he was operating in this world that he was kind of oblivious to <laughs> how dangerous it was. Like that, that was my favorite version, but I think most people think that like the Cody Rhodes sweet spot is this guy. I think a company like WWE, that's who they want as their champion. And I, I get it. It's someone you can make a lot of money off of. It's someone, if you're trying to sell your company that you would love to have your title yep. or titles in this case. Yep. Um, yep. But to answer your question, Alex, I, I feel like this is the only, only successful I think it's the only baby face they're willing to build because I think to them it's the most tried and true thing that makes them the most money and gets them the most ratings. And you can scream, whoa, every single mm. time. Well, you, you, know, the, you have to do that. That's adrenaline's there. Adrenaline mm -hmm. in my soul. It's right yes. in your soul. Yes. Mm -hmm.
pro wrestling podcast saying y'all just got punked. Wow. Look. Listen. I know CM Punk's a Bret Hart stan. He was having mm-hmm. this illicit affair with HBK all this time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That That's is TMZ stuff. Tough news. <laughs> we got some love coming in for Alex. Alex's birthday Kekoza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not Cardoza, but Kekoza. I love that. Well, how about Jake birthday Dallas. card? Birthday card, Oza. Oh, birthday card, Oza. Well, Very good. good. Yeah. Very good. <clears throat> Sour Alex, it's tax season, baby. I just pre-ordered Jedi Survivor Deluxe Edition. Let me let me tell you how quickly I would be sleeping on the couch if I used part of me and my wife's tax return to, to pre-order a hundred dollar <laughs> video game. <laughs> uh-uh. That's not that's not gonna fly in this household. <laughs> Jake Salazar saying, I can't say that silly name, Alex. You sound a lot like Colonel Vapors right now. That was intentional. It's a quote from that game, but yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Jake Salazar also saying, they got that Roman Reigns thousand days as champion graphic loaded in the chamber. Cody ain't winning. I actually think Cody's going over. I think they're. I, 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 I do don't too. think they can. I think extend think, the feud in a way that they see fit. I think that because apparently, this is um, Sean's report, nobody on the Mania card has been told if they're winning their match or not kind of a thing. And if there was some kind of last-minute plans change thing for this match... One of the main reasons for it would be the thousand day celebration for Roman Reigns would be a, like a thing that you, they would they would plan weeks out in advance. They do a big thing for it. They bring in Rikishi and all these people. They do a major, major deal for it. I don't know that they would do it because of that. But if they if they did indeed have Roman go over for whatever bad idea reason they would do it they would capitalize on that by making the thousand day countdown and all this kind of stuff to do it a, a major thing there. And of course, during that thousand day celebration, it's there's a run in by Cody Rhodes who is going to get his rematch kind of a thing. That's fair. Lord Kev saying, good evening, saltine, <laughs> Alex, Miss Kate, and may I say spicy, Alex. Have happy Friday, SGS and friends. Thanks for another great stream. Have a great night. You don't know if this stream is great yet, but I appreciate the vote of confidence. We might listen. This listen, might be terrible. I, I resent the implication that I am saltine Alex in the other. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. Well, now, now I know, I know that that la- don't let the last name fool you, and 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 the and the orange beard and the pallid skin. I am one quarter. Puerto Rican. My my mother's I told mother you guys. was full blood Puerto Rican. We're probably related. We are so cousins. Like, so You're like it's, salty, it's, it's, like a saltine. I mean, Layla, listen. They, you picked the whitest cracker in the cracker aisle. Liz, okay, I know what you did there. I don't think anyone's gonna accuse you of being bland in your takes. Well, what if that way? <laughs> what if? What if? Can he? Can he keep one of the belts? The uh, if can Cody win the blue belt? And still, Roman do his one thousand championship. No, Cody can thing. win the black belt, the, the WWE championship, the one that he wants because 
Roman has been universal champion. Universal champion, correct. The blue one, because right. he Sorry won that, that one yes. from, from Braun and Brett. From Braun, at yeah. SummerSlam. Yeah. Yes. So can we, right, can we, can, he sets the record for universal champion, and Cody it. runs away with the uh, winged eagle. I mean, that's what they should have done to begin with, but they're not doing it now. They're not, put, they're not making that stipulation with a, with a week out. We're not crying over spilled milk. We're moving on. One LT photo saying private birthday party. Happy birthday, Alexis. <laughs> uh, Kim Gray sending in the chat. I was actually going to shout her out just to say that I hope she's safe. Anybody that's under a tornado watch, please take care mm. of yourselves. Um, thanks for checking on me. Safe from the naders for now. I almost missed SmackDown because my local Fox station went out. Pray for Rolling Fork, Mississippi. Yeah, yeah there's a couple that, uh, that yeah. are under watch right now, so um please please be safe people that are under watch and thoughts and and safe prayers towards you uh jay sales are saying alex Pulaski, puerto rico's favorite at, at best i am puerto rico's favorite grandson so like no it's not that's about it he'll be accepted before you know who <laughs> of the, you know you know where i'm going here we're gonna move along to this promo uh we've got some more cody chats thank you guys for sending those in we're gonna loop back around but i, I do want to get into gear here um sorry, we do sorry, get a, a, a pretty good promo after this uh that I, I i think tonight was all right i feel like if you're not gonna have robin there which i think is silly for this close to mania uh, a, this was pretty good. Point. I think you have Heyman coming out, kind of dressing down Samantha Irvin, who mm. uh, is from the hometown, of course, saying that she gave a crappy introduction. Heyman makes one of his own. But I like what he did here where he says, like, sure, Cody, you can have Roman at Mania if you can survive Solo Sokoa, basically. Mm. And I, I like that. That makes me think, Alex, I don't think they're going to go your route with the the win loss piece of it, but I do think mm -hmm. Cody is going to get his ass kicked on Monday in a really, really mm -hmm. fun way. But I like Cody's retort here saying, Oh, you're moving the goalpost again. I, I wrestled with half my freaking body falling off for yep. a different match. You think I'm going to miss my match at mania and him mm -hmm. saying that solo isn't ready for him. I think was good. I think it makes him feel like an authority. Um, yep. Any thoughts on the promo birthday, Alex? No, I, I think it was, I think it was all right. Um, He's uh he's definitely filling this role very well. I mean, uh he's he's our next champion and he's really playing the card right now as is. I'm sorry, but that's just plain and simple. And then, and then I got a little confused too, because you said like, you know, he has to make it through solo um in order to get didn't we go through this before with someone else? Like they had to go through a gauntlet of people before they finally got a match against mm -hmm. Roman mm -hmm. uh not too long ago. But yeah. Um I thought I thought I thought I was confused on that, but it, I might I'm right, right? Something like this happened before, but um, but yeah, we'll see we'll see where this goes. He's I already got my uh, American Nightmare Championship shirt, so we're ready to roll here. Uh, I I I did I did think it was very funny that Cody specifically on Monday said nobody else mentioned my dad, please. Yeah. And Michael Cole, because is this something that he could possibly do that his father has never done? First thing he does, uh, like he just keeps just keeps bringing it up over and over again. Michael, Michael Cole, shh, he said, he said no, he said no more. Agreed. That was the first thing I noticed too, and I was like, come on, I want him to stop talking about his dad too. You guys ought to. <laughs> Chai Downs first saying Roman was there every week for the Sammy feud. Just saying. 
Yep. Yeah, he was. I think he lightened up his uh, contract a little bit when he resigned. So, mm -hmm. and I don't think it's been bad. I just feel like uh, it would be stronger this close to Mania. But Paul Heyman's Paul Heyman. He's he's doing a great job with what he's been given here. We then get the announcement that John Cena is going to be leaving WrestleMania as early as possible. He and Austin Theory <laughs> are going to kick off Saturday. Uh, I guess he's he's got a he wants to take a nice sleep. He's gonna have a nice little siesta after, and he's probably going to film something on Sunday. But I think he said if Brock Lesnar gets to leave early, I get to leave early. <laughs> This this reeks of John Cena has to be across the world on yeah. Sunday morning to film something um, because this means doing it this way also in, ensures John Cena is not winning, um, which was a, a small chance, but still I thought was would have been an interesting wrinkle to this story is to have him win and then be a transitional champ to somebody else who then feuds with austin theory i thought you could have done that you're not doing that anymore for sure but doing this first on the first day that means austin theory's winning and yeah. everyone hates austin theory so to to kick off your two mania like two night mania with everybody booing the result of the first match is a choice like there are other things you could do that will get a good pop from the crowd to start out with um this result will not be that we got to put them put someone new over though don't you think like i oh, think sure, maybe this but, is good but... a good passing of the torch and 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 having I mean... having him come out first right yeah, if you're, the, no, the, isn't the, that jericho the, the, complain about that if you're not going to be first you want to be yeah. you know if you're gonna be you ain't first you're last yales he, he you're gonna get the scene a pop but i get, I get what pop you're saying. to start yeah, but yeah, the yeah. result of the match will have everybody sad um what's pretty wild though is i think that's the only title that's not gonna change hands unless one of the women's doesn't but it's very possible that's the only title that doesn't change hands so that means the rest of mania after your opening match is gonna be a wild little ride <laughs> yep mm -hmm. so after that extremely exciting announcement we get what i'm hoping is a charlotte flair heel turn because if it's not intentionally that it's unintentionally no, it's, it's not that. intentionally that <laughs> i i don't know because last week kind of felt this way too i don't i don't know what's going on here i feel like they realize that Rhea's gonna get cheered and charlotte's inevitably gonna get booed i can't imagine the feeling of mentioning my dad and having that be something get i love my dad and getting booed but we got this from from charlotte saying she's a 14-time world champion their championships weren't based on fear, insecurities, or nepotism. I will say, I liked that she mentioned the nepotism thing because I think there are a lot of people, Dominic, who do float by on nepotism. She ain't one of them. If you don't like her booking, that's fine. If you don't like her character, that's fine. She knows how to wrestle. And I, she's a world-class wrestler regardless of her last name. So I do like that she called that out because she did get a lot of that BS. And she is uh, one of the best women's wrestlers in the world. So... I liked that. I don't know if they're double turning because it felt that way last week too. I don't know if this is a symptom of Charlotte not really, she's just been healed for so damn long. That I don't know. There's certain things that she does in her mannerisms and her delivery and the way she says things 
that still feel heelish. If that's intentional, that's awesome. If that's a symptom of her just that's who she had been and then she went away for a little bit and she came back and she didn't fully settle in you know that's an entirely different thing i don't think it's necessarily bad or good it's going to be a great in-ring match but it just hasn't felt like they the two of them have been building off of their history or their story at all like we got a week left and it just doesn't feel like we've seen Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair, who have faced each other a bunch. I believe Charlotte ended both of Rhea's title reigns. Um, why aren't we talking about any of that? It is kind of frustrating. And why aren't they face to face? Like, why are why do people just hang around outside of other people's wrestling matches? <laughs> it's weird. All the time. It's very weird. Um, <coughs> but this but was you don't you me. don't you don't see Charlotte perhaps just stick into the babyface deal. And having Rhea Ripley just be a heel champion, like, you know, coming out of Mania if she decides, if they decide to go that way? Or do you really, like, are we always going to expect Charlotte to do do the turn? Like, she's the new big show. Like, Unless you know? they're going to start piping in crowd reactions for her, too. She's going to be a heel because people, people are booing her today. And I think even though Rhea's been in a quote-unquote heel stable... She's so easy to cheer for. And even as right. a heel, she's been like beating up dudes and the riptide is a super badass move. I think people naturally want to boo Charlotte, A, because they've been trained to, and B, some <laughs> people are sick of her being a 14-time champion. And I think people still want to cheer for Rhea, but they boo because they're playing along with what she's been told. So I feel like the inclinations are there. If Rhea is turning face. I'm hoping that means the end of her relationship with Judgment Day and that Judgment yeah. Day is breaking up. That's that's my hope because Judgment Day without Rhea is a, a painful thing to think about in my estimation. Uh Pulaski, what do you think of this this uh promo that we got? Um like uh, <laughs> Sure I've been like, Wow, eight days, everyone. Anyway, how are we all doing Las Vegas? I just want to cut a promo about how much I love my dad and how I've overcome so much to be where I am. And every, why are you all booing me? Like just, <laughs> it was just her. She's so damn fake as a baby face. Everything. We were talking about this today. She's Kim Cattrall in big trouble in little China levels of <laughs> artificial. When she's a baby face, it doesn't work. So um, uh, the, the thing of it is when she goes, like, are you all wetting me right now? Don't what me. This is very important to me. What? 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 What just made him do it worse? Like, I don't know, man. Is Las Vegas a heel territory? Maybe it is. But, like, meaning, like, do they go into business for themselves? Probably. I don't know. They lost a lot of money at this lot. Uh, they're trying. They're lashing out at somebody. This, this, is, this was a very odd segment because I know. So, here's the thing. Rhea wasn't involved. Rhea wasn't yeah. here. Dominic was here by himself, which never happens. Dominic never goes anywhere by himself. So I guess he had to be by himself for the big segment later with his dad. Otherwise, Rhea would have kicked his father's ass. So I guess that he he's not allowed he's not allowed to be out there with Rhea. So Rhea's not in town. So you just have Charlotte come out and go, I'm going to win. At like Listen, that's not a way to sell a, a mania match, as you say, Charlotte, eight days out. I'm sold. Like, like <laughs> I'm going to win is not a like I I respect everybody, but Rhea doesn't respect me. You know? 
That's so true, man. Like, I don't understand. Like, and you know, we've said this before on a Friday night show. There's just a real disconnect with certain things happening right now. It's again with SmackDown. It kind of goes in these circles where everyone gets disconnected or things just kind of fall off the rails for certain. Like right now, the only certain thing is the bloodline storyline. Everything else is just like kind of just like, okay, I'm gonna slot this in. Um, I the judgment date might not be coming out of except for Rhea, might not be coming out of in a positive turn here out of WrestleMania. Yeah. No, I it, I think it largely depends on what does happen with Rhea. I would say the IC title picture is actually the thing I'm most excited about. We can talk about that in a little bit, but you're right in that it all feels a little haphazard. I said this kind of week over week at this point, but nobody's like feuding with each other, which to me is a problem. Um, Rhea and Charlotte aren't talking to each other. Bianca and Asuka were teaming together this week. I get what they're going for with that storyline, but together is a week before mania against your opponent is not you're not feuding right i see title pictures are great main title pictures for the for roman and the tag picture have cleared up awesome but that took a really long time to get there um there's just been a lot of not there's just not my my favorite stuff is you got a mic i got a mic we're telling the story nasty down and dirty promos and we just we haven't had a lot of that it's been built in these through paul Heyman, or it's been built through dominic mysterio and charlotte one week like there, there hasn't been the heat that i would like to see that being said in the ic title picture that's been fantastic in my opinion right. because of exactly that there's all these organic connections that they're capitalizing on so that's just me I, it doesn't feel like mania when nobody has any venom towards each other I think we said this that we've been saying this for weeks on end. It just doesn't feel like there's a lead up. It just, it I, doesn't feel I, like WrestleMania is a week away. I it, hate it really that doesn't. because I just, you know, I, we grew up with the long-term storylines that led into a mania that started even as far back as SummerSlam, you know, and we sure. kind of knew what was happening along the way. And then, you know, Royal Rumble kind of broke it, broke it open for everyone that you knew all these two are definitely going down at WrestleMania. I think maybe the Dom and, and uh, Rey Mysterio thing we knew from a while. Like, this is definitely going to end up there. We have known that for a while. Oh, Much yeah. to my chagrin. Wag saying, I love Sour Alex. 100% on Cody. Happy birthday, non-Sour Alex. I oh, assume Kate you. is here, but I can't find her yet. Waldo shirt. Wow. When I realized I had these glasses on today, I was like, <laughs> I'm going to wear my Waldo sweater on the show. Where's Kate? <laughs> Uh, Vinny Van Gogh, a parody of Vince Van Gogh, a famous painter who cut off his ear in real life. That was under the Charlotte promo thing. I'm not, I don't get it, but I'll take your money. I've got no problem <laughs> with that, but I don't know what that was about. So I'll take your money, but I don't study art, brah. Oh, we got a chat that said every time Charlotte gets on the mic, I want to cut off my ear, and the handle was oh, Vinny Van go. Gogh. <laughs> Very well done. Uh, Jake Salazar also assuring Alex Pulowski that Las Vegas is a heel city. The Raiders play there. So too shay about that. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. fellas, let me yeah. talk to you because LA night is out here next. Um, I think it's been well established that most of us here, especially the top part of the screen are not the biggest Dominic Mysterio fans in the world. Uh, a lot of people are excited to see Dominic get his butt kicked 
a lot of people are not uh, because I just don't feel like he's in a place in ring wise ability, Mike wise ability that I feel bought in for the right reasons. I do want to see him get his butt kicked, but not in the way that I'm. This show is sponsored by better help. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Post to, and I have my doubts about whether he'll be able to execute that in the match, right? Tonight's segment with... LA Knight and Rey Mysterio and Dominic. We got the beginning of the payoff, but I still have qualms with how this was executed on a few different levels. Um, LA Knight wins ultimately with a schoolboy because of a distraction from Dominic Mysterio. Oh boy. Uh, here's the thing Rey Mysterio has been doing this for a little bit now, and I know it's wrestling. Everybody has their different thresholds with things like this. But if you've been wrestling to the point where you're going into the Hall of Fame, I feel like you should not be easily distracted by someone's music hitting and their presence there, particularly when that person has been harassing you for weeks, if not months. Uh, The fact that Rey Mysterio was distracted by Dominic at all made him look like a chump, in my opinion. Uh, And the fact that, like... He lost on a roll-up, which is the thing that everybody loses on. And he's one of the best wrestlers in the world. Feels so corny to me. I do like LA Knight going over here because I think he needs a win if he's going to get on to WrestleMania. I did not say if he's in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Is he? Mm-hmm. Oh, that, him and Lashley should be on the WrestleMania card. That Just is- put them on the card in a match against each other. Together. Put them on the pre-show. LA Knight interrupts the whole. The Battle Royal should be on WrestleMania if you're going to do it. I don't know what's happening. LA Knight has been in the two worst storylines already in history of WWE. I'm sorry. That poor guy hadn't gotten a good break in the main roster. But he's still super over. Like, he had a huge pop tonight. Well, yeah, I mean, catchphrases and pops are cool, but, you know. What matters, I mean, to most people, I guess, would be storylines and stories within the novella what that I'm we're saying, watching. Well, I think, I think that, that Kate and I are saying is that despite him being put 
Correct. Right. Yeah. He's yes. wrecked to do. Correct. He's still over with yes. the crowd. Imagine what would happen if they just didn't Correct. get in his way. Agreed. That's where I'm going to as well. Yes. He's been I've I'm just making a check mark there that he has unfortunately been in these yeah. crappy ass, yeah. like you know. I don't know why he's not sniffing around a meaningful feud that would put him in the mid card. It did it is tricky when I see that we have a two-night WrestleMania. The builds haven't been great. Mustafa Ali is not on there. Santos Escobar is not on there. Uh, LA Knight is not on there. Bobby Lashley is not on there. We'll talk about that later. But after the match, I, there is one thing I appreciated about this. Um, Dominic running down his mom, calling her a deadbeat mom because she allowed Ray to neglect him, I thought was corny. I did like that it took him insulting Ray's wife, not Ray, to make Ray snap. Yeah. Like that is a justification that I yeah. really liked because it wasn't that he was tormenting Ray and it pushed him to the brink. I don't think Dominic Mysterio has done enough to make us believe that the frustration has been mounting. Um, so for it to be his wife getting insulted, that at least makes sense that something else set him off, which I think is good. It's the most baby facest thing in the world to say what you want about me, but not my family, not my wife, not with my daughter at ringside. That's all well and good. People are excited to see Dominic get his ass kicked. The only way I would be excited about this is if it's just Rey Mysterio kicking his ass for 10 minutes and mm. no offense from Dominic. But this at least did finally happen. The bandaid got ripped off. Air is coming out of the balloon. Um, Hated the way that the framework was laid out tonight. I, I hate that he lost with the schoolboy roll-up, getting distracted by someone who is there literally all the time. But I am glad that there was a justified reason Ray finally punched him. And I'm glad that it finally happened so that we can get this going. Uh, Cardoza, birthday boy, your thoughts first. Do you feel uh, that this could also be the passing of the i would say torch but it's not a torch here of the mask could could this be the upset upset of the weekend where he beats his dad his dad kind of you know being that he's retiring not retiring but going into the hall of fame i guess you know kind of just like hey gives him the old rub i mean i was thinking about this before like yeah it's cool like he can get some offense in but ultimately like Dom could come out on top, take the mask off of him, and be like, "This is it. Thanks, Dad, for you know putting me over on your last match on Earth or whatever." Well, if they're going to do that, I know, you, I know, you might as well make it a hair versus mask match. Though, I know. Dominic has this dumb hair. It you just might as well it, do it. It just, just feels weird. Like I know he's yeah. going to beat his ass because we know that's what's going to happen in the match. But is the outcome going to be what we think it's going to be, or is Dom finally going to get you know? You know, is he going to say, I want to put my son over? Like, obviously, you know, kayfabing it a little bit here. But <laughs> your thoughts, what do, you, what do you think, Mr. Pulaski? Um, well, first, the you're right about the being distracted. Like, Ray, like you've been around the block long enough to, to realize what this is. And also one of those things of like, hey, it's great. It's awesome. I'm super happy that L.A. Knight got off the schneid because he's been like losing streak forever. Uh, he hasn't won. I don't think he's won a, a match since like February. So like um, or early February. Yeah. So um, so 
I always hate the schoolboy. I think it's the it's the wackest, weakest little move to do. Like, especially the distraction schoolboy. I mean, like That's distraction rough. school, like the school distraction schoolboy. Like, like the guy's there. He's distracted by his son. There, you instead of doing the schoolboy, spin him around, kick him in the gut, do your little do you finish your driver, yeah, and pin him. Right. And and like that's enough to pin the guy because he was distracted, wasn't ready for it, and you pin him with your finisher, which is what the move you would use to beat him anyway. And then you do the rest of the segment the way you did it. You're like, but like I I, I never understand why they they think, oh the schoolboy that will we'll happen to schoolboy him. Like you're you're it's already having the Ray take a loss. Is so bad. It's because they they're obsessed with the idea. That the distractor and the distractee are face to face looking. It's at such each other. a yeah. It's such a it's little lazy. lazy. Oh my yeah. god! Yes, thank you. It is mm-hmm. so like it's the most laziest, used, overused way to finish a match when there's someone distracting yeah. in the ring that you could ever think of. How hard right. is it for someone to say, um, "I'm gonna beat the crap out of him because he is distracted"? Isn't that the obvious thing? Like if I'm in a real fight and the person's like not looking at me. I'm obviously going to be like, oh, cool. I'll get to like finish him or whatever, <laughs> you know? Sure. Come on, man. Like it, it is. It's a hundred percent laziness. Mm-hmm. I'll say it was not lazy. Um, this fantastic pun. Oh, the AKA show. I like Alex that. A. Alex show. Yeah. I like that. Um, the, 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 the post match stuff. Mm. Now I'm, I'm, Hey, here's a, here's a, you know what, a, you know what is a, what's a great way to get muted by me on Twitter I don't, I don't, I don't really don't, I don't block people, but I'll mute the hell out of a bunch of people. <laughs> a great way to get muted by me on Twitter is to come into my mentions talking earnestly about how great Dominic is as a heel. That's a fantastic way to get muted because I know your, your opinions are nothing I have to listen to ever about anything. If you, if you believe that. So the thing of is the, the, that's not confuse a great pop. Cause he got punched in the mouth after months of build of, Please, Ray, just punch this guy we don't like in the face. Like, the pop is big. It's not because Dominic's doing a great job as a heel, because I'll tell you why. He's not doing a great job Yo, as a heel, because he's, he can't do anything right. Because here, here he is. He's in the ring. He's going to tell He's He's got to talk to Dominic, to, to Ray, his dad, as he's leaving. And he's got to talk to his mom. And he's got a script that he was supposed to memorize. And he failed. The script says, hey, mom. How does it feel to know that you that you married a loser? That's the first thing he says. Then he gets out of the ring. He goes down to, to, to the barricade to talk to his mom close up. He says, hey, mom, how does it feel? Er, um, did you know that you married a deadbeat when you married my dad? So you were about to say the first line twice. Yeah. Because you forgot you forgot that was. But here's the thing. If you if you have if you have the ability to think on your feet, and this doesn't require you to be an experienced wrestler, it just requires you to have a brain that works properly. If, if you can think on your feet, you can turn. How does it feel to know that you married a deadbeat, as opposed to how does it feel? Or um, uh, did you know that you married? Like, I mean, I have no tolerance for that. Like, I have no tolerance for that. You can find a way to get back to, to, to what doesn't look like you've memorized the script poorly for the biggest moment of your career so far. 
The build to this, as much as I've hated it, is a for a one-on-one match with your father at WrestleMania who's going into the Hall of Fame the night before. This, right now, up until this point, is the biggest moment of your career and you couldn't memorize six lines. You're a non-serious person and not a professional. You suck at this. You should be ashamed of yourself. You should feel bad and leave. The reason people are cheering and booing him so vociferously is not because he's doing a good job as a heel. It's because he's bad at this and they don't want to see him anymore. They're not booing him so much as they're booing you, WWE, for insisting upon putting him in this kind of position where he takes up multiple, multiple, multiple minutes a week across two shows. He's a major part now of two shows, five hours of programming you have on across Mondays and Fridays. I would wager there have been many times where a fifth of that, a literal one-fifth of the hours of programming you have on the main roster every week has been devoted to Dominic Mysterio. You don't devote that much time to anybody else, but you do it to Dominic Mysterio, who sucks at this. It would be one thing if he couldn't carry a promo or couldn't memorize his lines, but he was like dynamite in the ring. Like, really, look look at him go. He's amazing. But well, because he then you can also pair too. someone with a manager. Like, there's, it's when someone is underdeveloped or just not good in so many different facets, there's, not, there's nothing you can offset it with, which makes it really difficult. A schoolboy, just so people know, is a roll-up. It's a form of roll-up. <laughs> it's a so. specific roll-up that is the, the laziest way to roll somebody up. Also, would I, you... I will pop every time somebody does a different kind of roll, like an O'Connor roll, roll up. <laughs> like an O'Connor roll, like a Mahistral cradle, like anything that is not the weakest move in all of wrestling. I, and there's I'll... even opportunities to do that move well and in the right context. They're just way fewer than we see actually in WWE. Yeah, and I was thinking about this when you said this earlier, Alex, was the fact that if you're in the ring and you're fumbling something, I don't, obviously he does not have the freedom to kind of just like ad lib. But like the heat even on this whole drama between him and his dad hasn't even been that high, like to me, that hot. It's just it's basic, basic stuff that has happened in the ring before dad versus son or et cetera. You know what I'm saying? Like friend versus friend. I would have I would have taken it to another step. He would have said, hey, mom. Out of curiosity, is he even my real dad? Oh, oh. If you would have dropped that little nugget there, mm-hmm. the crowd would have done the, oh. And that would have been great on like television. Everyone, like anybody been who's great. been watching it all like knows the storyline that Dominic was yes. involved in as a kid. Yeah. Where then kayfabe, they basically admitted, Eddie was actually the biological father, but Ray adopted him and raised him. Like they <laughs> said that on television. So like that's canon now. That's That's actually the truth. So like, you could have really built that up again. I guess maybe Dominic and Angie didn't oh, want to go God. there now, and I totally Probably. get that if they didn't right. want to do it. But still, that's out there, and there's a ways to do it to make – they could have made this feud into something at least more exciting than like, come on, Dad, hit me. Come on, Dad, hit me. Every, for like give me, stick give me what I want. Man. Listen, boy, Batista already took that from you. <laughs> well. 
I think we can all agree Dominic Mysterio comes across as a little bit of a nerd. But if you yeah. don't want to be a nerd, no. might I ask you, might I invite you to instead be a Nord? Get Nord VPN <laughs> for all of your internet protection needs. They've sincerely made a really big investment in us at Fightful. They've gone above and beyond what a lot of our sponsors do. That's the best way I could have like transitioned, I think, into anything. I'm really proud of this segue. Normally, I do something a little risque. I do something a little rated R superstar. Not today. I'm calling you all Nords instead of nerds. And Sean Ross F is going to tell you all about NordVPN. You don't want to get hit with a powerbomb symphony, do you? Not from your internet service. Not from your browsing experience. Nordlow is here to help. That's NordVPN.com slash Fightful. It's going to squash the competition with the fastest VPN in the world. Change your virtual location with just one click. No matter where you are, you get access to whatever content that you want. Thanks to NordVPN.com slash Fightful. 30-day money-back guarantee. Four additional months free. Block annoying pop-up ads. Block malware. Block online trackers. Three great tiers, whether you want to pass a VPN, a locker, or all three. Browse safely and securely. All this with one app. You can control up to six devices with one subscription. How can you pass on this deal? You're going to end up saving money because of this, especially if you buy those UFC pay-per-views. Let me tell you, NordVPN.com slash Fightful helps you there, too. Check it out. Nord VPN. Don't be a nerd. Be a Nord. Appreciate you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna move along from that very medium story. <laughs> and so you know what? We got some more birthday puns for our dear birthday, Alex. We got that would be I. Birthday. That would be you. Pin the tail on the Donkey Tonk <laughs> Man is a fun one. Appreciate that as we're going to be talking about the IC title story, which actually freaking rules. Ricardo saying, it's a birthday. Yes, it is. (laughs) Absolutely adore that. Absolutely adore that. Good stuff from you guys. Thank you so much for the support. Uh, And Simmons saying, if only Dominic could wrestle like Logan Paul. Oh, God, stop, please. I mean, I'll say this for Logan Paul. Imagine if like... His three amigos is a lot better. His buckshot shit, buckshot lariat is pretty well, good. Listen, it, it can't can't be any better. Can't be any worse than Dominic's. Can't be any worse than but Dominic's. But it is like he knows um, how to execute moves. I certainly have my qualms with with Logan Paul, but he can execute moves. I'm I'm not going to pretend he's not. Oh sure, a, sure. A great what, I'm, what I'm saying is like just by saying that his his three amigos is better than Dom's doesn't quite tell the whole story. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so is like yours, but yeah. still. Yeah, yeah, uh, no, yeah, I'm, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wags, I can't read that chat. Uh, no, but but I, but I listen. Now you can't read that chat. But how about this? Dominic versus Logan Paul in a loser leaves town and also a winner leaves town match. Yeah, like that how about I that? Like. Both, both, like no matter who wins, everyone leaves town. I, I like winner that. Winner and loser leave town. Yep, I'm in for that. Oh, here's something I was not in on. This women's showcase qualifier match with Natalia oh. and Shotzi. 
Isaiah Lee and Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans, whose birthday it was today, Jake Salazar saying Alex and Lacey Evans share a birthday. Two no. fantastic goats one day. Alex's there birthday was yesterday. Yeah. yeah. But for that those of you who like Lord, my friend. Continuity, Jake Hager's uh, birthday was also today. Mm-hmm. Uh I do think this was really poorly done for a lot of reasons, unfortunately. In ring aside, um, this just wasn't great. The they are ultimately go home with a heart attack onto the sharpshooter on Zia Lee. Shayna and Rhonda come out and they cut a promo and essentially say that they're going to be in a match. So they didn't have to qualify. But an injured Ronda Rousey and Shayna don't have to qualify. Zia Lee and Lacey, I, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not a Lacey Evans gal. I don't think either of my Alexes are. But at the same time, she's been rebooted several times. Nothing has been done to actually make her feel important. Zia Lee had some of the highest level production vignettes I've ever seen out of WWE, like ever, ever. Oh my God, yeah. As much as we joke around about people calling the main title picture It's Cinema, that actually kind of was. There was a really, really, really well done series. She hasn't won on TV in a year, even after they they did this like sneak attack title for the women's Mm. tag titles. Um, There are things that... Certainly, I feel like wrestlers can do to help themselves. But when they're this handicapped by creative, there's just not a lot they can do. Um, the Russian roulette of the women's tag division of yeah. it being like Natalia and a partner. No, listen. Raquel and a partner. It was Liv listen. Morgan and a partner for a while, but then she and Raquel found each other. This isn't a division. This is just smushing people together. They didn't even tell the story. Wade Barrett, God bless him really tried with Shotzi and Lacey Evans to be like, hey, it's your shot at getting on WrestleMania. You make friendly alliances pretty fast. It is just so lazy. No, 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 no. You can't have a showcase of the tag division. That's what this is. This is a women's tag division showcase match. You can't have one of the teams be a team that got thrown together for the qualifying match. And that is the case here with, with has Natalia and Shotzi ever teamed together, at least recently? I don't think so. The last time we saw Natalia in a tag team, she was tagging with Tegan Knox. Jesus. They had they, they had a whole story with them and Shayna and Rhonda. It spanned several weeks and several matches and different combinations. It was Natalia and Tegan Knox. The only reason that you would have Natalio tag with Shotzi Blackheart tonight and win the match to get in to the Chuck Showcase match at WrestleMania a week after Tegan Knox teamed with, I forget, I honestly don't recall. Liv. She was, wasn't she teaming no, with Liv at that point? No, she teamed with Liv the first night she was back. Then she's Emma. Emma, that's right. So Tegan Knox teamed with Emma last week and lost to Raquel and Liv. The only reason you would have Tegan lose that match with Emma and have Shotzi win this match with Natalia is because you want Shotzi on the WrestleMania card and you don't want Tegan Knox, which has to suck for Tegan Knox. Like yeah, they brought her back. She re-signed. So like she came back, she's here, she's been doing stuff on TV, and they say we're not gonna put we have to have Natalia on the match, obviously. <laughs> without Natalia, Natty Mania, that's what they call it. All the kids are going wild over Natty Mania. 
So she's got to be on the card. And as her partner, not so fast, young Tegan, we're going to have Shotzi for your partner, even though there's no history of them teaming together ever. And you were just teaming with her on a storyline on TV. Also, I believe the last time we she, we saw Shotzi in a tag team, she was teaming with Raquel. So, like, Correct. you have to put Logan, you have to put Liv and Raquel together because they're probably going to win the showcase match. If if anybody other than Ronda and Shayna do, then it's going to be Liv and Raquel. Now, let's talk about Shayna and and Ronda. The the conspiracy theory I had going in my head was that. Rhonda needs to be on WrestleMania, whether that's like in her contract, if healthy, she's on WrestleMania, or you you think that people are going to buy the pay-per-view because Rhonda's on it or whatever. Rhonda has to be on the pay-per-view. You've already decided we're not going to do Rhonda and Shayna versus the tag champions because the tag champions aren't in a tag title match. They're doing a six-woman tag some over there. But Ronda and Shayna have to be in the in on the card, but we can't figure out a way for them to have a straight up two on two match because we've already utilized all of, all of the all of the legends that we have in our employ, and we don't have anybody good enough to have just a two on two Shayna and Ronda, mostly Ronda versus whom I know. Let's do um, a tag division showcase match, but. Whoops, Ronda's not cleared to wrestle until WrestleMania at the earliest. So let's make all the other women qualify in matches, but not Ronda and Shayna. Like, all of this is a complete convoluted mess that reeks of all kinds of weird favoritism and strings being pulled backstage. And it you shouldn't run your company that way, I feel like is not a controversial statement to make. Well, I feel like it's very possible Ronda Rousey might... Whether we like her or not, like she's viewed as a huge name, a household name that will bring eyeballs to the product. If she is half cleared to the wrestle, then that's, I feel like that's why they're selling. My thing is there should just be women's tag titles involved in this. It's just so weird that they're on Becky Lynch and Lita for For essentially no no reason. No reason. No Cardoza, your your thoughts on this? I think it's good we're getting more women on the WrestleMania card, of course, but like this ain't the way to do it, right? No, I, I believe we've we've we are a big big supporter of the women's uh, wrestling movement here. Obviously, on Friday nights, and I love seeing, except for Lisa, everyone on there and having a you know on screen. It, it's it's just so so these puzzle pieces that they're trying to put together are like not fitting in correctly for me. I see the puzzle pieces as all these great female wrestlers, but it's just not making sense. It's just not making sense. I don't understand what they want to do and how they want to do it. And, and Kate, you've said this now for weeks on end. It's been like this on SmackDown for a while now especially since they brought people back. We've been sitting here wondering, what are they going to do with these people? Mm. What is Rhonda's initial like whole take on all of this? Like she comes and goes, obviously she's been injured and re-injured and like things happen. Like there's, we can't help that. Right. Uh, our bodies break, but with, with everyone else is like, where do they fit in? And why are we just throwing things together to see what sticks the most? <laughs> Yeah, and I understand back to flirt with Madcap Moss. Like, yeah, there Emma? we go. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very very weird where they're going with this, and I don't know, man. I'm just um, 
It seems like they're concentrating. Not even they're not even concentrating on on the Bianca match itself. Like I don't even see that being pushed to the moon like it's you supposed to. Also done, Alex. You mentioned that they already tied up the rest of the legends. You really could have just had Beth here done a Divas of Doom thing. That would have yeah. been yeah yeah super super fun. Matthew Plus asking is was Natalia a good wrestler? Probably one of the most reliable women's wrestlers mm -hmm. that they've had for the course of the past decades. Not a great promo. Not um, she she's also a disservice to the time that she was wrestling in her prime. And I right. think it's fair to say, yeah, she's always solid, never spectacular. That's like, weird. Like she's like she'll she's never she's never going to make a major mistake. She's never going to do anything. Never going to hurt her someone. opponent. <laughs> never going to hurt someone. Never going to make her opponent look bad. Um, uh, but she's never going to do anything that's making this going to make you go wow. Never. She'll never ever make you say wow. Like 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 she's a she's a solid seven and a half out of ten. But there's there's no way to get above that because there's nothing that she does that's spectacular in any way. Is she this she's generation is May Young. <laughs> I. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen enough of May Young uh, in her in her uh, late thirties to be able to say that. Broadway Joe says best guess Rhonda and a sidekick win face Becky and sidekick at Backlash. Oh, That's boy. where Trish returns. I don't know. This is a mess. The big mess. It's a big mess. And what do you and with a with a roster full of amazing women, both in NXT that could possibly make a a, a jump over. Right, like There's toxic several. attraction or whatnot, uh, Indy Hartwell, whatever. Why do we always go back to the damn well? Mm -hmm. Okay, the reason why Goldberg's not at this WrestleMania is because he's a free agent now. But <laughs> God darn it, I'm pretty sure they would have tried. Let's let's counter, let's counter blessings yeah, yeah, in no, some regards. Yeah, but yeah, true, true. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I think it's. It's frustrating. I think Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler, there's actually a lot of money in. You could sell me on some really, really fun work there. I think it would be Ronda's best in-ring work, and I think it would be great for Shayna Baszler. So we'll see what happens. There is not a single women's tag title picture on American television that is booked properly, in, in my estimation, from what I've seen. But we shall move along from Natty, the boat of all boats. We get an IC title <laughs> contract signing, followed by what I thought was probably a, a match that could have been even better than it was, but still a, a damn fine match. A fun segment here. This is the most interesting I think Drew McIntyre has been in a while, and it feels because it's it's rooted in something charactery, not gimmicky. He's not running right. around being a history teacher. He's not running around with his... Mom, mom that's a sword he is <laughs> rooted in history of his relationship with Seamus Seamus comes out here talking about how Drew took the knowledge that Seamus wanted this IC title and is trying to steal it from him and now is imagining the chance to beat him down at Mania and I love what Drew says here first of all he says Imagine just shutting up for a second, which I think is just good advice in life. I think imagine shutting up for a minute is something I find myself saying in my daily life a lot. I think it is <laughs> one of the most underrated lines in wrestling promo history. But I really like where he goes with this. He kind of says that Seamus can't separate personal from physical. He reiterates what he said in an overheard line 
in their backstage squabble a couple weeks ago, which is that like the old version of you, we'd be fighting and we'd be getting a beer after. Like this is ridiculous. You're being kind of like oversensitive about it. I think this is a really fun, I'm going to say heel turn because it feels like a heel turn, but one that's like a, a heel that has a perspective you can understand, which is something that I feel like is very rare in WWE. Usually you are such a bad guy. It's cartoonish and I can't even really understand your motivations in a lot of ways. Uh, this is just, I can totally see Drew's side of the story here. And he also doesn't have to be like a hard and fast heel because you already have that with Gunther. So there's just like a really nice balance of good guy stuff, bad guy stuff, and a lot of in between where it just feels like a sordid friendship. I really liked this. I think contract signings mostly suck, but I thought this one was pretty good. And we don't see a lot of triple threat contract signings. Usually it's like an across the table mm. thing. Adam Pierce played his role well enough, even though it felt like Gunther was kind of shoehorned into this, but he has the title, so he has to be in a way. Uh, but I, I thought this was pretty all right. Cardoza, what did you think? Yeah, I like that. You know, I'm very, I'm very critical of Drew. I feel like he's very like uh one dimensional and boring. So to kind of see, I, and I think this storyline is good because he's going up with his friend, you know, uh, uh, him and Seamus are really good together. Uh, whether they're tag teaming together or they're beating the living crap out of each other, I feel like they really, um, they really, they really play off each other really well. And then you know uh, you're gonna add Gunther into this mess, and this is gonna be a lot of men meat running around that ring. That on uh, one of those nights, sorry, big meaty men slapping meat. We love it here. Love we meat. love it here. Your thoughts, Pulowski? Birthday meat. <laughs> um. Yeah, I like this a lot. I, I still maintain the way that they should have booked this is Gunther saying, give them, give them both to me. I mm. want them both. Mm -hmm. I'm going to kill them both and send them away for a long time because they do not match up to the ring general. As opposed to, I only wanted one. Don't give Truth. one, two. Now one of them can pin the other one and I'll lose my title. How dare you make me do that? That's not Gunther, man. Gunther should have been booked like that. One of the greatest things. Now, again, the two women that Asuka was talking about during this feud were not the equivalent of Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. But when she was feuding with the Iconics, she said she comes up to William Regal and says, give me them both. Mm -hmm. And I've always remembered like that was when I was like, OK, this Oscar chick, I am all in. I knew Kana was amazing back in Japan, and she was doing some good stuff in NXT. But when she walks up to William Regal, who's at a loss of who, who's who's Oscar to defend against a takeover, give me them both. She growled at William Regal. I was like, this bitch is hardcore. I love this. Yeah, do that. Gunther should be the guy who says, you can't decide which one of these two will face me. I want them both. Because neither of them measures up to the ring general. Like, that's the kind of guy you want Gunther to be. And if he ends up losing his title, then it's on him for being so self-confident. There's, I mean, I don't know, man. I've never, I've never liked it where you have a very strong champion who is whining about having to defend in a triple threat. 
I have more of a problem with it because of the fact that he also has two henchmen on top of it. It's like how many layers of protection you need. I, I in general, am not a fan of triple threats. I like it here because of the story calls for it. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, why would you double your chances at losing a title? That seems like a bad idea. So, um, but that usually works better with a chicken shit heel, right? Like, no mm -hmm. chicken shit yes. heel. MJF is never going to be like, you should give no. me a triple threat. Like, no, of course not. Mm -hmm. So, depends who's saying it. I agree with you on that. But I feel like of all the stories going into to Mania outside of the title picture, especially the world title picture, this is the strongest and the most fun. Menormous. Sending in some support. We always appreciate Menormous, except for when he's breaking our hearts on Tuesdays, but here's a small sack of monies for two Alex's and Lucky Blonde Onion show. Some drunk lady just thought I was Darius. Nice. So I'm going to go home and cry. I don't want to be with you. No, 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 no. Dragon wheel. Me, You don't go home and cry. You let her cry. Yeah. That's right. Very well played. Yes. I'm such a baby because the dolphin. You signed her forehead you know and you mean? continue moving on. <laughs> That's what you do. What do you think of going from two versions of each title back to just one and having an epic Survivor Series where champions fight each other in unification matches? No, because I'm so sick of splitting and unifying titles every two years. <laughs> just pick a side and stick with it. I feel like if there's an inherent problem that if you have a three hour show with no title, that's mm. a problem. Like the fact that it's been such a SmackDown and part-time heavy title unification is, is really, really tricky. I actually like the idea of, Hey, your company has one champion, like in a, in an ideal world that would work, but your champion should have to be on both shows. If that's the case, that's never going to happen. It shouldn't happen. That's probably abusive to somebody. Don't do that. Uh, however, I do feel like because of that, a three hour show without a world title is, is a rough go. Do you guys have any thoughts on this? I've, I've, I've been, I've been of the opinion that I think you can do a one, one champion for two shows um, because the tra the champion trades off. I think while the champion is feuding with somebody on Raw, on SmackDown, you're doing some kind of tournament mm -hmm. or a round robin or mm -hmm. something to crown the next challenger for whoever comes out of that feud over on Raw. Mm -hmm. And then when that guy goes over to SmackDown to feud with the new person and, and do that pay-per-view match, then you're doing the thing over on Raw. So everything always feels... It never feels like... Hey, I walked down to the ring and said, I want a title match. And then they get it. Always the person who has it and everybody on that one, you start over from nothing and you, and you win qualifying matches to get into a four man uh, fatal four way to actually determine the next, everybody feels like they earned the title shot. It doesn't come out of nowhere. It doesn't feel like, Hey, I I'm here. I guess I get a title shot. Now there's a way to do it, to have, the 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 champion showing up to like supervise who's going to become their next challenger a month from now but they don't have to be wrestling on that show because they're wrestling on the other one be building up for the other thing i think you can do that i don't think it'll ever happen but i think it's a good idea i agree i don't think it'll have happened either just because this is just the formula that they've laid out now for yep. years is that where you have to have multiple championships and multiple shows for mm -hmm. 
quote unquote satisfy people, I guess, um, and kind of keep it uh, separate, which doesn't work because nothing's separate anymore. It hasn't been separate in years, so I don't understand where they're going with that. And I'm sure TV networks have their say in it, right? One hundred percent. Oh, absolutely. Yes. My world absolutely. champion wasn't on my program. That would. I mean, liked. here's the thing: is that I, I think that I mean, if you were to say, if you told me, what would you rather watch? A build with some promos and throwaway matches for a month to a pay per view match, or for that same month, meaningful tournament matches to crown a number one contender. I'll always turn in for the media meaningful tournament. I will. And there's somebody else that would rather watch the other thing where, where these were the top. And so you could be able to cater to both at the same time by doing one on one show and one on the other. And then after a month, the things that happening on the other on one switch. And so that way, both networks get the build, get the same um, benefits over the course of a year. I feel like they've they've done that. They've done that in the last almost 1000 days with Roman, where they kind of tested this hybrid champion that moves between shows. And you've had different feuds start on different uh, shows. Right. So like the Cody on SmackDown and, you know, whatever happened with in, in Raw and blah, blah, blah. And him and Brock, like you've seen it happen now for the last two, three years with him. Um, but I don't think this is a sustainable thing for them. And I think they're going to be, this might be the year that they split this up. I don't know. I just, I hope, I hope, man, you know, there's, there's no, there's no need to keep two titles no. on Cody. No. There, oh no. Like, God. No. It was a thing. It was a thing for Roman. Cause that was part of his mystique. Mystique. There's yes. no need to keep two titles on Cody. Either you unify them into one and bring back the big winged Eagle kind yeah. of a thing. Like he wants to do, or you split them. But you can't keep both of them on code. No, correct. Agreed. Agreed. And I think uh, it, it'll it be... I, I just want them to commit to either side of the line because it feels like we do this pretty cyclically every two years. Hey, if you want one, the best one you can get is the AG one. I'm talking Athletic Greens, people. And so is Sean Ross Sapp. We talk a lot about performance here at Fightful. And you know if you want that performance, you want Athletic Greens 1. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. So excited to work with Athletic Greens. You can get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase if you visit athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. And you might be asking, what is Athletic Greens? Well, one scoop of AG1 contains 75 vitamins, minerals, whole food source ingredients, including a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green superfood blend, and more in one convenient daily serving. I took multivitamin tablets before this. Uh, Our strength and conditioning coach said, you should probably move on to something more digestible. Recommended AG1. I loved it. I love how it made me feel. Love the energy that it gave me. And it got me a whole lot more vitamins than I was taking in general because it absorbs a lot better. Athletic Greens 1, it effectively replaces all those products, pills, with one healthy drink. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. And check them out on Twitter at Athletic Greens. Let them know you heard about them from us. The Usos think they're the ones? They're the ones. All right, AG the once. So there you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tyron 
kid saying so no wesley open challenge scramble for a shot at the world champ nope nobody's beating each other up backstage to get to oh, a world title do that. That, do that is gonna be handpicked by wesley anyway on tuesdays and <laughs> guitar kitiara i hope i'm saying that right kitiara have the territories work your local champ challenges the world champ when he shows up in town i guess vince jr killed the territories in more yep. ways than one you guys yes he did <laughs> Oh boy, so we got something pretty cool out of this segment. I really liked Gunther beating Butch and the Banger Bros versus Imperium yeah. next week. Looking forward to that. But this was a whole lot of fun. Ultimately, Gunther hits the Lariat and the Last Symphony to get the win. Man, oh man, did I'm gonna go back to calling him Pete Dunn. The rumor is good enough for me. Mm. He's Pete Dunn and not Butch in my brain, but he made this ending look so good. I feel like I love Gunther. But sometimes that last symphony gives people a tough time when they're taking it. Sometimes it doesn't always look good. Sometimes I think he's probably a little scared to get all of it because it, <laughs> it's hard. But Pete Dunn, I felt like, made this this whole ending sequence look like a million bucks. A really, really fun match. Another one that I feel like because we've seen the two of them as Walter and Pete Dunn have an incredible match before... This one felt like it was a little bit more in third gear, but on free TV, I'm not I'm not complaining about this. I thought this was a really strong match. These two know each other. They both know how to work well. It does feel like we're getting closer to Pete Dunne and, and not Butch. I know they wanted to keep it because this is what he's been in this gimmick, but I was just glad to see Pete Dunne in action. I, I thought this was a whole bunch of fun. Very excited about next week, too. I think that'll be a blast of a match. In-ring is never the issue with these guys. Good stuff here. Plasky, your thoughts? Um, the thing of it is, is that I have to grade this match on a curve because I've seen Pete Dunn and Walter have amazing matches with each other. Sure. So this, on their curve, is a three out of yeah. ten. <laughs> it's a good match, but this is not what they can do with each other because I've seen it and I know it. and And so it feels like they were like, like there's, there, there's no need for this match to be exceptional, because that's not the story we're telling right now. So fine and move on. But it did make me wistful for the days of Walter versus Pete Dunne, because sure. Gunther versus Butch ain't the same. Um, and I disagree. I think that the Banger Bros versus Imperium uh, next week is going to be much of the same. There's no reason to have them do anything like the night before WrestleMania that's going to like be interesting at all. I guess, I guess you could have uh, Gunther and Sheamus stay on the outside, and never get tagged in except for like for 15 seconds while Imperium and um, uh, uh, the, the, what are they called? The fight night, whatever the, the, the banger bros, bro, bro, brawl and brutes. Um, um, okay. Wait, wait. So it's, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Brawl and brutes, right. Banger bros. So and is, is it a, is it a three way? Is it a six man or is it? I don't even know what it is. Is I I didn't I didn't see the match the match announcement. I will say this before we get even get into that. Wade Barrett bringing up how Imperium is really sore that they weren't included in the men's, um, uh, fatal four way tag showcase. division showcase match. Like, well, yeah, they should be sore. You should be fucking pissed. They're the best tag team, not in the top. Like, they are 
they, they are up there with the Usos as far as how good they can be in the ring. They might they might be better than the Usos just straight up on what they can do in the ring now. I think the Usos a, full, a few years ago got them, but I think now like Bartel and Eichner can straight up go for yeah. like a half hour at full speed, and there's no reason at all in kayfabe or otherwise why they're not in this match. Like, there's no reason they're not in this match because you didn't even have qualifiers. At least give them the opportunity to lose and not be in the match. You just named four teams. Why would you name four teams at Imperium not be on it? Like, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm so sore. I am sore about the way that these tag team fatal four-way qualifying, I'm, I'm, I hate that these matches were included and then not, decided uniformly like it's, it's no especially because the women's has three qualifiers which right. makes even less sense and the men's has even none. less and then the men's don't have any qualifiers at all just adam pierce picked some names out of a hat like that's just dumb i do feel like because it's wrestlemania smackdown that they might give this 20 minutes and they might go all out that's why i'm more excited about it I because if so. it's I just the tag is. team i hope that is what it great. is we stop paying for super chats but Gunther using the Emerald Flotion makes me it smile. Is. It's pretty great. Good stuff. Good stuff. This I thought was the, the best match, I feel like, on the show. The opener was really strong, too, though. I, I will give it credit. But um, even kind of like a B or a B-minus match between these two, I think, is is probably a little bit stronger. Cardoza, what did you think? Yeah, so I'm, I agree with everything Alex said, man. It's just um, <laughs> there's just so much going on in WWE right now with confusion rather than how to keep the matches um in front of us so that we can be excited for what's to what's to come right um by the way pete dunn yes agreed incredible i love the way he just jumped over and <laughs> and beat the crap out of so gunther good. gunther took the table almost killed the entire front line of fans in the big in the front mm -hmm. row i i just i love the chaos that was in that match and gunther just saying i'll beat you hey i'll beat you too i'll beat you as well like i he's such a badass it's such a presence in the ring um i kind of hope uh he keeps the the title to be completely honest i i i want him to continue kind of like beating everyone up i don't know why he's just so it's good. great yeah it's great yeah i will say i feel like the story presents the opportunity for the title to switch hands to really either Sheamus or drew i don't feel like his reign has gone too long if he retains. Correct. I think there's an right. opportunity to pass it off logically if you wanted to. But if Guther retains, I'm not like, oh my God, how long is his reign going to be? Like, they can keep this going in a really fun and I, I hope I hope that he does kind of get his little WrestleMania moment here where he kind of retains and comes out on top. Like, people are going to cheer him and love him for this. He's going to, you know, he's going to take some, some physical pain in that ring from these two guys. Like, you understand these two gentlemen are probably going to run him through the ringer. You know, like, cool. We've been here before. We're going to show you what we can do. And you know, he's going to accept it and be like, you better bring it on. You know, like, you better give me your best in the ring. And I feel like this is something that they can take into SummerSlam and maybe do something a little bit more spectacular, right? For, for, for like, if, if they do, Sheamus decides to, um, they give it to him, you know, because I know Sheamus is, uh, searching for history here of, of for his, for himself. Sure. I think it would be fun to give Drew an intermittent reign and then have yeah have Seamus chase okay 
I, I think Sheamus is ultimately going to get that that Grand Slam champion right. yeah. completion, but I think chasing Drew might be fun to cement Drew as a full-on heel. But we move along to the Street Profits and mm. Braun O'Shea, or as oh, Luis, God. This is why I leave the room. The Street Profits, the smooth operator segment. This was a whole bunch of fun. I'm not going to get too deep into it here, but they're, they're building out this four pack to Alex's frustration. It does feel like Bronache just kind of got thrown together where Imperium is a little bit more solid of a unit. The, the most maddening thing is it was a rib on Braun for him saying he didn't like flippy guys. They put him with the flippiest guy as a rib on him and they got over and they yes. were like, well, let's, let's let, Hey, they got over. Let's ride that. Now, listen, it's good that they got over and you wrote it. The problem is everyone else gets over and you don't write and it. you don't. Yes. That's the problem. Be consistent. And, and that's why, like, of all the things that get over organically and you say, you know what? We're going to ride this bitch. This is the thing you do it with? Well, honestly, they want Braun to be featured. And this, to me, has been the best use of Braun that they've had. So I'm, I'm not going to be mad about it. I like this better than a Braun Strowman IC title run, which looks like is what they were lining up for. I think Braun in a tag team where his weaknesses are minimized and his strengths are emphasized are good. Mm -hmm. Because when you're in there with someone like Ricochet and then the tag gets handed off, it's a completely different flavor than what was just in there before. Do I think it's the best use of Ricochet? Hell no. That is <laughs> uh. an entirely different conversation that... Quite frankly, I don't have the energy for. And Simmons saying, how did this not set up Ford versus Ricochet next week? Uh, give me that singles match. Please, 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 please. That would be great. For favor. Uh, Luis has a good point, though. He's saying that if we got that and Vikingo and Commander in the same day, his mind might explode. Yes. So next Friday, we do have Supercard of Honor and SmackDown running into each other on the same time. And that's just the Friday of WrestleMania weekend. We're also going to have... Jesus. On your screen, I'm sure we'll have Grapsity in there somewhere, but you will have your night one of WrestleMania on the main and on Select with Alex and I. You'll have our stand and deliver on the main, and you'll have night two of WrestleMania also on Select with Alex and I and on the main as well. Got to be stacked, and then we get no rest. We go right into Raw after Mania, and the cycle begins again. So join us, because we've got like 12-hour coverage each day at least, because stand and deliver starts way too early. Uh, we move along. We get the announcement of the 20-man Andre the Giant Battle Royal. This not being on the pre-show and being on SmackDown feels like a huge disservice, especially when some of the talent in it includes people like Legato Del Fantasma, LA Knight, Johnny Gargano is going to be in this, apparently. Bobby Why? Lashley, Karrion Cross, Butch and Ridge, the Good Brothers, Cedric and Shelton. More next week. Uh, the fact that they didn't just throw Lashley into the Brock and Omos match actually makes me really upset because there's such an easy way to do it. That yeah. match is not going to be anything special anyway because Omos doesn't have the in-ring ability yet. Um, Xavier Woods is also in this 20-man under the giant battle royal. The caliber of talent that you're just smooshing into this is yeah. a bummer. Ziggler's going to be in it. Mustafa Ali is going to be in it. So I'm sure they're going to set something up there. Mustafa Ali and Ziggler needs to be a real match at some freaking point. So that's frustrating. It just feels like a, a disservice. Uh, 
but we do get to go home on what was a really, really fun segment. I thought Kevin Owens is a really damn good pro wrestler, guys. I loved some of the stuff he did here. I have one minor complaint with it, but Kevin Owens comes out. We get the Kevin Owens show. He gives Sammy his own entrance and then kind of brags about it a little bit. Uh, saying, I gave you just what you wanted, right? You wanted this big entrance. And Sammy Zayn says, that's not what I needed. That's not what I wanted. But ultimately, we get to Kevin Owens holding up his t-shirt that he has every year, right? Um, but that's just the back of the shirt. The front of the shirt says something very special. This I thought was really good because it was built out to have the tension of, is Kevin Owens really going to be nice to Sami Zayn here? I think we all knew it, but the front of the shirt could have very well said something to the effect of like, no, I don't actually trust you. I'm a heel. I've been hesitant to trust this whole time. It wouldn't say that on the shirt, but it could be indicative of something really mean to Sami Zayn. I liked that we got WrestleZania. I'm pumped. Um, my thing with this is, though, we didn't really get an explanation from Kevin Owens about why he suddenly changed his mind which is very frustrating to me. It didn't go into enough detail. I do really like that he said the real life thing of, this has been your year. Nobody's gotten over like you. Nobody's been as important as you. Nobody's been on the run that you have. I was just waiting for the additional dialogue there to be like, as your friend, I was so proud of you this year. I couldn't let the distrust get in the way of that or so there was just like a little ingredient that was missing for me they're gonna sell nine million of those shirts though good on those guys because everybody's gonna be buying a wrestlesania shirt we just didn't get the the completion of that we do have another week but for the kevin owen show and Sami Zayn being there there's been all this hesitation i don't feel like that got explained away fully we did flirt with it a lot I just wish there was like a little bit more of a clincher with that, in, in my opinion. But I'm excited about where this is going. I think they're going to win at Mania. Pulowski had some mixed reactions on this. What were your thoughts? This is a like the the thing with the shirt was cute, but like that can't be the biggest development of a of a main event talking segment. Eight days from WrestleMania, the 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 new information that we got in this segment is we have a new shirt. That's it. That's literally it. We already know they're facing the Usos for the tag titles. The Usos come out and they have a little brawl, and that's it. Nothing changes. Like nothing about the story progressed at all in this segment. Nothing. Which is why I understand why they held off and didn't do the big reunion between Kevin Owens and, and Sami Zayn at Eliminacion Chambert in Montreal on February 18th. Because if they had, it would have been six weeks of, hey, so you and I were having a match at WrestleMania for the tag undisputed tag titles that's right we are boy it sure is going to be great don't you guys think it's going to be great oh the usos attacked us and they just do that for six straight weeks with nothing actually progressing because this writing staff does not know how to progress stories there's no there's no explanation like you said from kevin on 
why I did this. The, the, the best thing for me that I loved about it was Kevin Owens subtly burying Cody of like, who's been the real MVP, i.e. really deserves the biggest spot in WrestleMania this year? It's you. I.e. not Cody. But like, like that, like he's saying you were the MVP for the last 12 months. Regardless of who corporate has decided to get behind, the guy who moved the needle the most this year is you, Sami Zayn. And that's that's good, but that's not new development of the story. Like, we are not actually progressing anywhere because this writing staff doesn't know how to do that. And so, fine. You know, like, I guess we'll just, we'll just limp into WrestleMania this year the way we have every year for the past five years because they don't know how to do writing. Yeah, I just feel like they he was right at the the end of the bridge and they didn't cross it. Like if he was right. gonna say there was just like literally for me just two more lines of saying mm-hmm. I've known you for decades and you've done so much work this year. I'm so proud of you that even with my hesitations or whatever, like it right. was it was like they were dancing around this and didn't bring it all the way home. What did you think, Cardoza? Yeah, um <sighs> Wait, why? How quickly did this story of Sami Zayn and KO become? I feel like more of a C story now. It's just really falling that. It, did this story really fall that fast from when it was from the of- from the heat and the incredible? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, how good was the storytelling? The last. Uh, the previous couple weeks because i'd say that in the last two weeks it's cooled the f down i mean i oh, cool we got we got ko and zane again cool you know they're gonna win the titles cool like these are the little predictable things that we know are gonna happen perhaps at wrestlemania right well, we did get the big hug last week and i appreciate it okay Kevin right thing. yes the, and i don't you, even hate the idea of i wouldn't have booked it but i like i understand why they said like there was hesitation there right they've gone back and forth as friends they've been besties and broke it up several times so i like the idea of the hesitation it just still feels rushed by the time that we got here like it, it is it is it is very funny though that the reason everyone told me why there was so much hesitation on kevin owens part that how can he trust sammy's look at look at what sammy did to him this whole time of of gaslighting him and and not <laughs> being there for him and and being mean to him and choosing the bloodline over him of course kevin owens is hesitant but we found out that's not why he was hesitant he wanted sammy to tell him you're my brother and you're my friend kevin owens was hesitant not because he thought sammy didn't really care for him but because he wanted him to and he didn't so all of the things of the reasons why he was like no i don't want to be with you were not actually the reasons. But he wasn't hesitant because of that. He was hesitant because he wanted a friend. And it's mm. that's fine, but that everyone told me well, you would if you were Kevin Owens, you wouldn't immediately trust this guy who betrayed you all this time, but Kevin Owens did trust him. He just needed Sammy to say that he trusted him back. Right. And it's just a weird a weird thing that that all of this and a lot of it is me being able to infer a lot of that from the brilliant non-verbal performances of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn because those guys have it when it yeah. comes to just communicating so much with their body language and their eyes and and the their their 
just the way they move in relation to each other. They're they're so perfect at that. But that's not the writers writing up good stuff. That's these performers knowing how right. to tell a story yeah. between each other. Wags asking us the important questions here. Montezuma is a star. When are they going to push him? <laughs> Later says Montez, autocorrect. Montez, autocorrect, yeah. Alex, when do you think they're going to push Montezuma? Mm. Um, li Listen, uh, as soon as they get to the shores. From the halls of the halls, Montezuma halls, right. to, the to the shores of Triple D. Right. More shores, yeah. We will fight our... Con Sorry. I am no, more I of a Marine than Lacey Evans. If whoever wants to fight listen, me about listen, it, tell me. I think, I think they'll push uh, Montezuma right before he gets his revenge. <laughs> that is well well played. Very well played. Mm -hmm. And Simmons211 says, this story doesn't feel special because they had to cut the perfect story short for Cody. Even right. Jay versus Sammy doesn't feel yeah. personal anymore. No. Yeah, I I agree. I think... I think you were always going to lose some steam off of the pivot. And I think that's why they try to enter layers of unpredictability in there. Like that, that part makes sense to me. I, I feel like it became very apparent what they were going to do. So they were like, let's throw some hesitation on Kevin Owens's part in there. Let's, let's dirty it up a little bit, but in doing so, I think they, they lost the plot in the process a little bit here. But you know, the match is still going to be red hot at WrestleMania. You know, you're going to have people loving it. I mean, we all will, right. We'll all enjoy oh, this. The match is going to be, their, yes. their match is going to be great because yes. they're all great in-ring story yes. sellers. And, and the point of it is like Sammy and, and, Ke and Kevin Owens, at WrestleMania, hoisting the tag titles yes. together is going to be an amazing moment. All-time moment. Yeah. All-time moment. And Simmons finishing the chat saying, Kevin's tone in the promo had hints of jealousy, and I fear when those belts split, Kevin will turn, Ooh. go to the top of the card, and Sammy, well, I don't actually think that, maybe against my better judgment, because I understand that the history that they have at this company would lead you to believe it. I do feel like because there's been so much invested in this story, they're probably going to have a pretty productive tag run. I think it'll be really refreshing to have babyface tag champions too, yeah. because we've had heels for a really long yeah. time and all the gold has been wrapped up in the story. So I, I'm hoping that they don't go in that direction because I think there's a lot of opportunity for them to have a really productive tag run. Otherwise. And, and, and I think that these two guys are going to draw so much. Money. Yes. They are like they are at like with I was going to say with apologies to but not really I really don't apologize to him with apologies to Cody Rhodes. They're the two biggest baby faces in the company. Like absolutely they're, they're they are the guys who um, uh, who will get people talking, watching, being there because you can you can afford not that I want them to do this. You can afford to keep both belts on Cody for his little baby face run versus Gunther or whoever, um, because uh, anchoring the other show will be Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and their baby face hijinks versus whomever they feud with. They're going to make a lot of heel teams. Yes. Like there's like, not only would the matches be fantastic because it's Kevin and Sammy, but they're going to be able to take the piss out of a lot of guys who are going to then be angry. It'll be a lot of fun. Them versus the Viking Raiders, them versus Imperium, them versus Legato, them versus like, like name it. They've, they've got it. They'll be able to do a lot and they will sell so much merch. Name it. 
I will. If Tommaso Ciampa is healthy, I want DIY versus Sammy and KO. I'll, t- I'll right. tell you why there's no jealousy there. I come, you know, he made him a shirt, bro. Mm-hmm. He made yeah. him a shirt. Okay. Sure. Back in that, my day. That shirt's going to make him a lot of money. <laughs> back, in, back in my day, if I, you know, if I was friends with Alex and Kate back in my day, I would have given them burnt CDs. All right. So the, oh, and yeah. that would have meant that I loved them. And True. that right now, that's making a t shirt is the same example. He loves them. Yeah. There's no jealousy there. These two are yeah, going to make um, a lot of money together. It's a mix. So much money together. The, the, the shirt I'm still waiting for is because um, they have the one that still sells now, which is the fake duct tape of KO. Yeah. On the black shirt. SZ. In in duct tape would would sell because everyone would buy two, you'd buy two and you you would show up with your best buddy to a taping of Raw. One of you in a KO duct tape shirt and the other one in a, in a SC shirt. Everybody would buy two. At least like two would get bought. Like one you would buy one and your buddy would buy one and you'd sit in the front row going yeah they're gonna sell so much friggin' merch. And then you switch halfway through the show. Yeah, sure. I was gonna say yeah. I would just buy both. That would be that would be me. Kate, you're balling. I just am. Yeah, that's true. Uh, really Kate makes big that fanatics fan money. Of, of... <laughs> mm-hmm. I do. You can catch my autograph signings. Fifty-six dollars a shirt. Mm-hmm. That's before that's shipping right. and taxes. You should mm-hmm. see my hoodies. Four hundred dollars. Matthew Plus sent in money for me. Normus. Ah, sent it in money on behalf of our others. Um, and Simmons say people say Cody can't lose, but let's remember Brock. Rain and a uh, rock and rains. I'm not sure what this says. I think saying that rains is rain will be at its thousandth day on May 27th, which King of the Ring would on which King of the Ring would absolutely do. I don't know what that is trying to no, say, but like, I, I I don't. A think... thousand days would be up right before the Saudi show. Oh, barf. Well, yeah, they don't really I'm saying, yeah, no, no, but seriously, I, I'm saying not that I want them to do it, but they would be able, especially if they're going to sell to the Saudis, which is still a possibility. The Saudis might say you're going to do this big rematch from WrestleMania at our place, and they would be also be able to 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 sell tickets and sell and get a bunch of advertisers buying in for their big Roman Reigns thousand day celebration. I Here's the thing. This is why I say detriment of the doubt. You always bet on the worst possible thing for them to do because they'll find a way to do it. I'm going to say no because they don't really treat those shows like canon. They don't do anything of consequence at Saudi Arabia shows usually. So. Go beating the fiend says different. If the king asks, the king shall get. Well, I think it'll be indicative of where a sale is leaning if they do choose to. Yokozuna will be there this, this year. I mean, Yokozuna will be there. Yokozuna is going to be there for sure. Definitely. In spirit. Uh, yep. We do have we do have one jukebox request from Ricardo that is Miss Linder oh, singing. Okay. Happy birthday, Mr. President to Alex. Okay. So hold on. I gotta I gotta get the I gotta get the, I'm making this into a TikTok oh video my. before they ban oh it my. on America. Here we go. Oh yeah, they're gonna ban the TikTok. I just found out about the TikTok. I'm looking at all kinds of fun fantastic recipes, learning how to make chicken. 
freaking parmesan like crazy in my air fryer. It's wonderful. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Mr. Cardoza. <laughs> to you, apparently, there's a whole like verse here that I didn't realize. Thanks, Mr. Cardoza, for all the things you've done, the battles that you've won, the way you deal with U.S. Steel and our problems by the ton. We thank you so much, Mr. President or Mr. Cardoza. That was beautiful. And many I more. That made me so happy. That filled my, that that my friend was adrenaline in my soul. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One mm-hmm. more chat to take us home. What are you gonna do when Saudi Arabia runs on you? I also have enough confidence that they might run that back with Cody as champion. Like I, I think it's very very possible. You the all American hero in Saudi Arabia. Hell yeah. We will see. But guys, that is the end of our show. We've got so much coming up for you Mm. next week. Holy crap, it is loaded. But let's do our plugs and get out of here. And we'll enjoy our weekend. Cardoza, where can the good people find you? Y'all can find me on the IG at Alexis Cardoza. And uh, I want to thank everyone here today, Alex, Kate, uh, everyone watching for the birthday wishes you Made this old man feel so good inside. Uh, no bad puns there. Just truthfully and uh, yeah. And just because mentally and all that good stuff, you just need good people around you. And I've surrounded myself with all of you, which means I'm in a happy place. Hell yeah, man. You know it's getting serious when you say no bad puns intended. Like that. Is... I, I love you. Just I just didn't want anything with hard-ons and whatever to appear. <laughs> so often do no blue chewy tonight which kept us kept us in line uh Pulowski, plug your shit <laughs> Pulowski is, is gonna plug this because apparently matthew plus is sending in sour chats tonight um and says uh happy birthday alexis i regret to inform you that your childhood has expired stop watching wrestling get a life bozo that's matthew plus's thing uh wow. also matthew, matthew plus says you're I want watching to- us and sending us money Matthew Plus says, I want to change. It's tiring being the bad guy. I want to be a better person. I even made a poem for Kate. Roses are red, violets are blue. A face like yours belongs in a zoo. Now, I didn't say that. Matthew Plus said that, and that's not very nice at all. But I I wanted to say that uh, tomorrow for Rampage, I'll be doing the watch along like normal. Tomorrow night, over on Select. Um, so... Come hang out and watch me watch uh, a show on its raw, a show that will probably get as many viewers on TNT as I will get during the stream. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'll put a bet that no, Pulowski wins the, uh, the, the, the Saturday Night Wars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, I think going on right now, maybe at the same very time is the impact sacrifice post show with cresta star Ooh. and joel pearl check that out whether you're up to date on the product or not there's some really exciting stuff going on there a couple of injuries unfortunately have them snake bitten but they do a great job 
Uh, we've got a lot going on. You got Graphsy tomorrow and then headed into next week, man. It's getting wild. You'll find me with Mr. Pulaski on Fightful Select doing the NXT post show on Mondays. I'm sorry, doing the Raw Sour Grab show on Mondays on Fightful Select. Tuesdays on the main, Wednesdays at the Mark Order podcast at Mark Order Pod talking all things all elite. Thursdays, my heart is a flutter because I get to review Ring of Honor, which is my favorite wrestling program in the whole wide world. We hand that off to the Impact crew, who's also doing a review right now in the same stream. So it's really fun. You get me and Righteous Reg for ROH. We pass it off to the incredible Cresta. Oh my gosh, what a hoot that wonderful woman is. Uh, and Joel Pearl. And then on Fridays right here doing normally AW Rampage and SmackDown. We'll keep you posted about next week because there's going to be so much going on. But never a better time to get on Fightful Select, not only for the cm punk breakdown that is going on over there gets us a lot of subscriptions i'm not gonna lie but feel free to check out the accurate details about that story on fightful select you're gonna get all of this news coming out of wrestlemania on the scoop side as well you're gonna get a ton 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 of extra bonus content on there during this upcoming week and weekend thank you so much have a safe and wonderful weekend we'll see you soon Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.